And welcome to another episode of Just Get Up the City. Did you hear that? When I started doing that, I, I sighed. I don't know why. Oh my God. I'm, well, I'm having a bad day, and yet not really a bad day. Any day off, uh, a not rainy day is a good day. Even if it's rainy and you don't have to go anywhere, it's a good day. I'm having a, I don't want to live in New York City anymore day. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't mean to say I, I am in a good mood. I mean, kind of. I'm just um, exhausted and for all the wrong reasons, and I'll tell you why, of course. And hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. Welcome back in the confines of the very safe Just Gow in the City compound. And I feel much better being here in my cozy apartment. Not that uh, doing it in the kitchen with Beth and Dory wasn't a blast. I mean, it was fun and it sounded good, except for Dory not talking into the mic. You know how that makes me... of course, I bought her a special mic just so she wouldn't do that, and I didn't feel like bringing it. I don't know. I was, I mean, I hadn't, like I said, I hadn't been on location in such a long time, but at least, like, the quality sounded good, and that's the important thing, right? You want to have a good thing, because I'm so mad at Alon. We have Uptown Girl coming out this week, and Billy Joel A to Z, and his mic wasn't plugged in, so he sounds like a fucking idiot. I'm so angry at him, and then the next one, too. He's so stupid. Of course, I guess I can blame myself, too, because I don't know why I didn't hear it when we were doing it, but I don't have headphones on when we're doing it. We just do it over Zoom, and we have a backup, too, and just nothing is helpful. I'm so angry at him, and we thought about doing it over, but I'm bored, and I am done with Billy Joel. <laughs> like, I'm not done with it. I still enjoy doing it. At this point, I don't want to do anything over if it's not necessary. You know, we did the 52nd Street song over. And I was furious about that. There's one thing I hate, and it's in my work, too. Work that I couldn't care less what happens. I just hate doing things over that just shouldn't have been net needed to do over. I waste a lot of time in my life. The wasted time probably adds up into years in my lifetime of wasted, wasted time watching TV, doing nothing, lying around on the couch, sleeping. But there's something worse about wasting time when it's just unnecessary. I love wasting time, but I don't know. So it just it, it drives me nuts, and I'm really pissed about it. But that has nothing to do with today and what's going on. I went to the doctor today. I just, I just, it was one of those, oh, <laughs> I'm sighing again. It was one of those days where, I, I can't even explain. So last night, yesterday, and I'll, I'll start from the beginning, but I'll go. And I got lots of photos this week of everything. And now I don't even remember what the photos were. So I can't even talk. I should have looked in the first, but I was having so much trouble. I'm like, let me just do this because I wish I could actually record tomorrow would probably be better. But it's so much of a nuisance. You know, this is just an easier day to record because I have nothing going on when I record on Fridays. I just needed to do this, and I am just, I ate, 
like I had a full lunch and I just shouldn't have. I never do that before the podcast. But 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 here's what happened though. See, I got like a sty in my eye, which I get all the time. So my eyelid is red and puffy and gross, but not contagious. And it started yesterday when I noticed it. And I've had these a million times. I knew something was wrong. I guess starting Wednesday at work, I could tell, but I didn't know it was going to become something. And then, you know, you wake up and you're like, something's definitely wrong, but it doesn't look funny, but something hurts. But again, I've had this before. And I have, you know, I know exactly what the medicine is to put on. But for some reason, after last night, and I'll tell you what happened last night, because it is hilarious that when I got home, or this morning when I woke up, I mean, I was in a lot of pain. Uh, This morning when I woke up, like, my eyelid was like, you know, it looked like Rocky, you know, right out of the, uh, cut my eye, cut my eye, but my nose ain't broken yet. It was right out of the Rocky musical. No, so then I was like, you know what? You know what? I'm going to call this doctor who I pay a yearly fee or monthly in my case to to see him at the drop of a hat. And I called, like, come in now. And I'm like, God damn it, really? <laughs> I was hoping they would just tell me what to do. And I'm like, damn it, I hate this service. <laughs> it's, they're like, come in now. Then they told me they moved. They moved, they used to be, now everybody knows I live on the east side of Manhattan in a, in a very cozy area of Manhattan that's not very traffic ridden or even though I live by the Queensboro Bridge, it's not, it's, it's a very, it's, it's not your average what you think New York City is where you walk out of your apartment and you're just in it, you know, there's a, it takes an avenue to get into it, so which is good, you know, it's almost like living in a suburb in a way. So and the doctor's office was down the street, which wasn't bad. It was more place. Everything's by the. T- I either live. I live by there. I work by. Everything. This wasn't down by the Midtown Tunnel. I'm by the Queensboro Bridge. The doctor was by the Midtown Tunnel. It's all this traffic and nonsense. But in Manhattan, everything is. If you're walking, it just doesn't matter. But if you're driving, what a nightmare. That's all another story. Ugh. I feel like Ruth Gordon today. I'm like, ah, my God. You gotta relax. Learn to live. A- Little cause your father. Everything's gonna be alright. You gotta learn to live. That's the key to everything. Will you be such a sour puss? You don't wanna go on, make sure you live your life, have a good time. Why are you doing it? I really think I'm hitting my Ruth Gordon today, almost like I uh I said it's ridiculous. I'm getting so good at it. <laughs> I like you. Most cab drivers wanna talk. They do nothing but ask me questions all night. Uh, I know what you mean. You do this often? Whoop, that was a question. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I do it every once in a while. I love New York City. I lived here all my life. I was at Woolworths 35 years. Should have used the express line. <laughs> that time, huh? I was a clerk on the candy oh. counter. Say. Why don't we drive past the store I used to work at? Then you can take a look at it. Is it on our way? Yeah, everything's on our way. Let's go. <laughs> My eighth Pagoda invitation. Anywho, uh, it was at work on Wednesday, and I was going for it all. I was doing Michael Caine, Rodney Dangerfield, and was I doing James Mason? I think I was doing it all. My boss just goes, oh, everyone was here today. Michael Caine, James Mason. 
<laughs> I don't know whether she was mocking me or she thought it was funny, but oh no, see now I'm crying and this is no good for my eye. Don't make me cry. I just had Botox. Where the hell was I? I'm going crazy. So my doctor, my eyes are going crazy. I'm telling you, I'm all over the place, all over the place with imitations and stuff. I'm drinking coffee too. So I thought that would be, I had a big plan after I ate this meal. I went to Chipotle finally. I was like, I'm dying of Chipotle. And then I'm like, now I need a nap. I'm like, no, I'm not going to have a nap. I'm going to go get, oh, all right. Let me, hold on. I'm going to start, not fresh, but where I was. I know I was talking about my eyes. And I don't know where I left off, and I'm sorry, but I know I was talking about, and I got into the invitations. I don't know what the fuck happened with Ruth Gordon, and I was complaining. And my nose is stuffy, as you can tell. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I guess it's some sort of allergies or something. Anyway, oh, so the doctor is now where it used to be, like, a, a good walk. You go down to the UN, you make a right, and the guy was right there. You know what I'm saying? It was, like, nice, made sense for a doctor's office in Manhattan. Now they move the offices to Times Square. Times Square. Times Square sucks. I mean, you know how I enjoy Times Square on Monday nights when I come back from Wings. I'm like, well, this is exciting. But if you actually got to do something in Times Square, it goddamn sucks. So I had to take the subway there today, which pissed me off because I come in now and I'm like, oh, I'm just waking up. Well, does that mean I got to brush my teeth and stuff? Uh... So I did and I went there and I like kind of rushed there for no reason. They didn't. I don't think they cared when I got there and I answered the uh, questionnaire on the subway, and I got there, and they took me in right away. But then, of course, I waited in the doctor's office for a half hour. But that's all right. I mean, it, I mean, you want that thousand dollars a year to be doing something, and it certainly does in the sense that I could go to this guy, I guess, and talk to him for forty-five minutes, which is what we did. And we just, you know, again, I told you, I just love talking to this guy. He just makes me feel better and talk about whatever we talk about. Talk about the class and talk about clueless and paul rudd and all that kind of stuff and you know he likes comedy he knows all the thing he knew the avengers and he knows well what did he know about comedy that he was referring it to was it seinfeld no he's talking about the rangers i don't know he's so easy to talk to so he's like oh yeah your eyes infected and here's what you got to do and i'm like oh yeah this happens all the time i just thought it was different because my eyelid was really droopy this time and he goes well it's already like broken and bubble like it's already winding down which is good because I wasn't sure. I'm going to see Billy Joel on Sunday with Alon, who I hate. I, I didn't want that to be disturbed, obviously, because I think he bought he bought the ticket, so I, I don't want to let him down. I'm supposed to go out with Sarah tonight. Now, we're supposed to see that play that's three hours long, so I was all ready for that all week. And then she goes, oh, I didn't get tickets, and uh, I don't want to sit for three hours. And I'm like, well, great. I mean, that is good, but I told everybody I was going. I already told the people on my podcast I was going to meet Poe from Star Wars and Miss Maisel. Why, you little, oh, I'm going to get, oh, you rotten kid. What's the matter with you, kid? You told me the stream was shallow. Why, you, hey, oh, you, oh, kid, I'm kidding with you. But in the uh, spectrum of things, I'm like, oh, thank God, because seeing a play with this eye, it would just be, uh, I think it would be annoying, because yesterday I was doing all this extra work that's not work, uh, in Staten Island, and I, I think it just made it worse. It's hard to concentrate when your eye is hurting. So I just uh, so then when I was walking home from the doctor, because you know I like to do the podcast like around eleven or something like. Even if it's later, I just don't eat. I just relax a little bit, and then I get into it, get some coffee, and you know we do it. 
But this time, I was walking through the city, and I guess because I was in Times Square or whatever, I was just like, I just want to be home. I am not happy with all of these people out. I don't want to be part of the action today. I want a very light day. I just want to walk around a park. You know, I don't want to live in Manhattan today. I'm not in the mood. And this happened. That's why people have places out in the Hamptons and things like that so you can get a break because every once in a while you need it. And I was in Jersey yesterday, but it was not a good time. It was a nightmare and sitting in the car and traffic and all this kind of stuff that also happened last week, I guess. Jeez, yeah, I guess I'll tell you about all that. I mean, it's just like, I'm just done. I don't want to be just out in the city this week. I want to be just just out in the country. I want to change the podcast this week. I'm just not happy here. It's just this week. I mean, I'm sure things will lighten up again. It'll be funny, but just once in a while, you know, it's just good to just be without all these horrible people. I'm not horrible, just like there's just too many. I always think about this Star Trek episode where... You know, it's just everybody. There's so many people. It's a population. I don't remember what episode it is, but there's the planet's just full of so many people you can't get away. Like those dreams you have where people just kind of pile in and you're like, I got to get through. Oh, it's like that. So I just wasn't in the mood. And then Sarah called and she's like, oh, let's have dinner. And I'm like, I just ate lunch. Why can't you tell me in advance what we're doing? And maybe she did. I don't know. I'm just not in the mood today. I'm not in the mood. I don't know what's happening. So I went out. So I come back, I'm, I'm carrying Chipotle and, and a big soda. I love the soda from Chipotle because they have the fountain soda. I don't want to drink soda today. You know, I try and do that as a, a treat on Saturdays and Sundays, maybe Fridays and Saturdays, so I guess it's okay. I love, they have a fountain soda there, and so I can put the proper amounts of Coke and lemonade in it. So then it is delicious, but you got to carry it around. So and now they don't give you a bag, so you're carrying a, a a paper bag and it's annoying and I'm carrying all that and I'm like I know I got to get my prescription at the pharmacy and I'm like do I go in there with the chips and the the coke and I'm like yeah you know what fuck it what's the matter what everybody thinks let's just do it we'll just go up there and I'll bring it I'll look like an idiot and I'll get the stuff I go in there I mean all this thought goes into going to the pharmacy with the Chipotle bag, all this stupid thought that no one else thinks about except me. I go in and they're, they're, they're on a meal break. I couldn't even believe the th- place is closed. I'm like, what's going on? Now, I also can't see because I'm wearing these glasses that I found in a box that I got from somebody somewhere or I found them. They're prescription for somebody else. But I've been walking around with them completely blurry because I don't want people to be disgusted by my eye. Now, it's not so bad now, but in the morning it was pretty bad and I don't want people to be grossed out by it. So I was wearing the glasses for everyone else's sake and I can't see. So I'm walking around kind of bumping into stuff. And so I can't even see why they're and then I have to take the glasses off and I'm like, oh, they're on a meal break. Can you fucking a meal break? What what do I live in Alabama? What the fuck is that? The place has got to close. It, it, it's like uh, my cousin Vinny. The whole place is out with the flu. The whole, the whole store's got the flu. And since I can't wear the leather, which you hate. Mr. Gambini, are you mocking me with that outfit? Mocking you? No, I'm not mocking you, Judge. Then explain that outfit. I bought a suit. You've seen it. Now it's covered in mud. This town doesn't have a one-hour cleaners, so I had to buy a new suit. Except that the only store you could buy a new suit in has got the flu. 
You get that? The whole store got the flu. So I had to get this in a secondhand store. So it's either wear the leather jacket, which I know you hate, or this. So I wore this ridiculous thing for you. I mean, it was like that or it's uh, from the Blues Brothers when they're going to the tax surveyor and uh, Steven Spielberg's on his lunch break eating a sandwich and they're like back in an hour. I mean, it was just like it was like right out of a movie. I'm like, are you kidding? Do you know how much thought went into coming here today and, and getting this prescription with my Chipotle looking like a big fat fuck? Oh, I got too excited. I had to like blow my nose and take a break. <laughs> I got too excited. I think it must maybe it's an allergy. I mean, why do I why is my nose right? I'm not sick. The doctor saw me. Everything's fine. It's just that my head is not in the right space. So here's the best part. Here's the best part. You're gonna love this. It just happened. It just happened. I'm walking down the street again, like Eddie Murphy and Beverly Hills Cop. He passes those two people dressed weirdly and he just starts laughing. It was like that. I couldn't even believe it because me and Joe, I was talking to Joe on the way because we were thinking about going to Park Italian Gourmet. He's not in the office today. And we were just talking about how I'm wearing the glasses. And it's like that Seinfeld episode where he's with the gum and, the, and he gives him $100, right? But, oh, you like gum. You know what I'm talking about? The scene with uh, Lloyd Fails. What's his name? Lloyd whatever. And they go to get the pack of gum because Jerry's got to wear the glasses because he's, I don't, whatever it is. I mean, it is right out of sight. You know the episode if you know Seinfeld, then I'll play it for you. I'll run in and get the gum. All right. Got any money? Yeah. I'll be back. Here you go. What? Yeah. $100 worth. I gave you $100? You sure did. Am I crazy or is that a lot of gum? It's a lot of gum! <laughs> so, I am going... So, after I finish the meal, my big plan is I'm going to go then to get the prescription and get coffee and then come back and do the podcast, which is what I did. So, I go to get the prescription. Meanwhile, I'm again, I'm not in a state where I want to talk to people. Sarah was video chatting me and I was just like, I don't know what I feel like today. I feel like this. But when you go out, you got to... Like I'm doing with the podcast, you got to put it on. You got to you got to act. I don't want people to know what I'm feeling. I, as far as they're concerned, I'm having a great time because there's no reason to bring everybody down when everybody else is having a lovely day. So I go outside first, and I see the two uh, two handyman guys, and there's an ambulance outside. So then I'm just making fun, and I'm like. Are you sure this isn't for me, fellas? You know, I mean, I, I, I got to make jokes. I'm like, you know, as the oldest person, you know, or I said when Nell dies, <laughs> Nell being the oldest person in the building, you know, I'm next. So I just assumed this ambulance was here waiting for me. I mean, it was funny because they were taking somebody out on a stretcher from the seventh floor. I, I, I don't know. You know, I used to see that stretcher all the time because I've known all the older people in the building and they've all died out here. So that is my plan. I guess now that I'm pretty sure I'm staying is that I will die here, so I just assume. Now they just got one waiting for me. And they were laughing, and it was really funny. And then I left, and I'm like, oh, that was a lot of work and a lot of energy to to be funny, but it was, it was working. I don't know. I'm on fire today in a weird way. 
So I go to the pharmacy and this woman hits me in the back. And it's this woman I've known for years in the building here. And she's like, oh, don't give these people any trouble. They're really nice. And she's talking, she's talking to all the ladies in the pharmacy. And I'm like, well, I was going to because of the meal break. But now that you said that, I'm not going to. And they're laughing. And I'm, I'm really on. <laughs> and it's really, and I'm wearing those stupid glasses. And it's so stupid. But we're all having a good, I don't know. Everything I was saying was really funny. Even though, but I was, but I was working at it because I just, I, I didn't have the energy, but I was I was putting on an act, and I don't know. I guess I should do that all the time. It's just, well, let's just pretend. You know, it's kind of a Jessica Dan character, and I'm like, well, I can still be funny, I guess, to to put it. Even when I'm not trying, I'm hilarious. It's a it's unbelievable. Am I right? That's the new one. Well, even when I'm not trying, I'm hilarious. We're gonna give that to that uh, my friend's son. That's the new one he's gonna have. Even when I'm not trying, I'm hilarious. <laughs> That'll be the new thing he can say. It's your friend Abe. Uh, from last week's podcast, so um, so so it's so funny. I mean, this is the the, the everything gets so turned on a dime. We're laughing and all this stuff, and I get my prescription, and I'm making fun, and I can barely read the thing. I got to put my card. And I'm like, how much does that say? I got to take the glass off and do it. I'm like, I didn't want anybody to see, but that they they get it. It's a pharmacy. They've seen worse. And then my friend, who you know, Monique, who, who's there, she goes, "Oh, did you hear? You know, Sebastian's got to have. Uh, he's having a heart surgery." And I'm like, "Oh no! I mean, I've known this kid. Did I know him since he wasn't born? No, I think I've known him since he was born. But I've known him since he was a very little boy, and now he's almost thirty, and or maybe, and he's got to have hearts. And this kid has got nothing but problems, and he's lived in this horrible situation his whole life. Remember, I told you they live in a." A studio with his mom and his grandmother you know i mean that's that's stuff that's that's real life and he's lived in the building for years and everybody knows him and he's a great kid a really terrific kid and he, he's already finished with college and he's working but he's always got health problems you know always had had health problems and now he has to have heart surgery i'm like you know what monique this is so unacceptable for all these nice people. I mean, this is a good boy. He takes care of his mom, who's crazy, and he did take care of his grandmother. Now, and now, as if things couldn't get worse, the grandmother dies, they finally got an apartment, like, even though it's a, a studio, but they got it like it's just him and her, and they, they walk dogs in the building, and then she's like, oh, I asked my brother to come in. I'm like, you doing this to your son? You asking somebody else to live? I mean, can you imagine? Oh, so this, but this kid, he's, she's like, oh, he's so nice to me. He brings me my food on a tray, you know, when I'm sick. And I'm like, I know he, I know he would do that. He is that kind of kid. He helps his mother with the dog walking business. He's a good boy. And it's not fair to see these good people have so many problems. It just drives me nuts. Again, we use the example. The Sklar brothers are still alive. Why? Ugh. But that all being aside, you know what I'm saying. It's just the good people that always seem to have the problem. It's not, I haven't heard Harvey Weinstein have a heart problem. Like, come on, Bill Cosby should, should, you know, have, he should have to have heart surgery or something or some sort of cancer. That's why it's probably better to be evil in life. It doesn't seem like you have any problems. I keep, I mean, how many times are I going to use the example that the Nazis all moved to Argentina and lived to be 105? They lived pleasant lives. I don't know what happens after life, but they all lived lovely. Ah, you know, that was fun when we were in the Third Reich. Remember, that was a lot of laughs, just killing all those people. And <laughs> uh, Well, we know that. We know life isn't fair, but this is a good boy. He's a good boy, and it's too bad. So then, anyway, I go on my trek to Dunkin' Donuts, and I go uh, get the coffee. 
And I see the, I don't want to say he's homeless. I feel like he has a home because some days he's not there. So where is he when he's not homeless? But it's a guy that I always give money to. He's got the cup. And if I remember on my way back from Dunkin' Donuts, I'll have money ready for him. Like just a dollar or two. Once in a while, five, if I'm really feeling it. Maybe if I uh, won a $5 lottery. Because I like him. He's not obtrusive. He's not in your face. He doesn't say horrible things. He's very polite. And I know him, you know, so because you, that's the problem with all these people that come up to you. I mean, I know Sarah always likes to give. So I used to shoo them away because a lot of them were very rude and intru- obtrusive. But, you know, so with Sarah and Atel, they, they like to give all the time. So I always, you know, back off and let them do whatever they want to do. But for me, I have to pick and choose because I can't give to everybody because I got to worry about myself. And certainly, I don't know, you know, you get in that thing i'm like you know i work today i mean he's working he's out there working he just has a different profession than i do so anyway the point is and this is hilarious i forgot to have the dollar ready. and many times when i don't have a dollar or two available i'll go the long way around so i don't see him because i feel awful so that's always a problem and i wanted to tell you that before and i've always forgotten when i've come back i forget about it already why i went that long distance so today I see him and I don't have the money ready, but I know I have some singles in my pocket. So I go in and I'm counting out the money in front of him, but I'm also holding the coffee. So it's hard to maneuver. And I gave him what I thought was two $1 bills. But when I went back in my pocket, I remembered I had $200 bills in there and I was afraid I gave, and he was like, thank you, pal. (laughs) Thank you so much. And I'm like, Wait a minute. Did I? I'm wearing the glasses. It is exactly like the Seinfeld episode where I couldn't depict a 20 from a 100 from a 1. And I thought maybe I gave him the $200 bills. Why? It was so nice. And I'm like, and then I just started laughing. I'm like, oh my God, I just did the exact scenario from wearing the, somebody else's prescription glasses. <laughs> it was. It was the best, the best, Jerry, the best. It was directly from that episode. I couldn't even believe it. I was thinking about it the whole time, and then I actually performed it without even knowing I was doing it. I still haven't checked, actually. I, I guess I was just like, well, what am I going to do? I'm going to ask for it back. Uh, I'm sure I'm, I, you know what? I'm not positive. <laughs> I don't know. But at least I didn't lose it this time, like a, the lottery ticket that I keep dropping. So at least it went to a good place. But he's always very nice, and if 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 it had to happen, it would you know it'd still be funny, I guess. <laughs> Not that funny, but 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 funny nonetheless. I think I see him. No, that's just a cloud. No, it's not. It's Peter. <laughs> I'm flying. Look at me way up high, suddenly here am I, I'm flying. Yes, it's Divine, starring as the boy who wouldn't grow up. So Friday, after we did the podcast at Bet's house, we went to see this stupid play. And, you know, we're thank God it was short. It's Peter Pan Jr., so it was short. So it was easy to watch. It's just, you know, it's 11-year-olds. 
come on, Peter Pan. You know, it's just all bad and not good. And whatever Beth thinks is good, I, I'm just like, all right, whatever. It doesn't matter. It was fine. And it was fun sitting next to her because she has the headset on and she's like, okay, go curtain. Go curtain, you dumb fuck. <laughs> it's, she's yelling at the 11-year-olds. Raise the fucking curtain. <laughs> It's, it's so that was uh, worth it. But where's the spotlight? The spotlight is supposed to be on Peter Pan. Oh my God, it is uh, classic. So it wasn't too bad. And of course the but John and she of course she didn't do it the right way. She's like, well, I told her to do it with the high pitched voice. Well, I'm like, what are you saying? She doesn't understand the Martin Short bit from 1981, 40 years before she was born. Yeah, can you believe that? She doesn't get it. And I'm like, well, whatever. Anyway, you know. So after the show, oh, after the show, you know, the, the, the NCAA basketball tournament's on. And I saw that Fairleigh Dickinson was beating Purdue, which is a 16 seed being a number one. Uh, you know, if you don't know about sports, that's the March Madness kind of stuff. And, yeah, I just keep a prize. I did not have a bet on it or anything, but I'm just looking at it. I definitely got a bracket. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is huge. This is a huge upset. I'm trying to tell Dory and Billy. They don't care. But I'm trying to explain it to them. I'm like, you don't understand. This is, like, huge. It's like, you know, people, you'll hear about this on the news, and your friends will be talking, because Fairleigh Dickinson University is in New Jersey. So, And we used to call it Fairleigh Ridiculous when we were in high school, because you don't want to be going there, because it's a stupid school. And then uh, and they're like, oh, nobody calls it that, Dory says. So I said to my sister, hey, Fairleigh Dickinson is going. And she goes, you mean Fairleigh Ridiculous? So uh, she knows that, that I didn't make it up. That's what you used to call it. But they were beating this number one seed. It was a huge, huge deal. And they beat them. But I was watching it at the end. I was like, I didn't want to leave. I'm like, no, come on. We got to watch the ending. And it's funny that no one cared, even the men. And I'm like, wait, how, how can you not? This is great. And it's not like the play is starting that we don't have time to watch it. It's only 20 seconds left. Come on, everybody. Gather around my phone. Because <laughs> I can watch it live on my phone. It's amazing the way... Uh, CBS puts that together so you can do it. So it was really exciting, and they won, they won, you know, which was a big, big upset. It's only happened one other time. So it's only the second time out of 150 times. So it's pretty cool. I like that kind of stuff in sports. And uh, then we went to the restaurant after, as we always do, which is my favorite thing to do. One of the reasons I actually like to go to the place because I enjoy the the merriment afterwards usually but these are junior high kids so you're not hanging out with the kids or even their parents because we don't know any of the parents in it although the parents do all look the same as the ones when dory and liza were in school because they just all look the same i feel like i'm supposed to know them but Ben's like, oh you remember them you remember i'm like yeah i don't remember anybody except one guy who came up to me he goes hey i saw you at the summer party you're that comedian right uh, that's right uh you're dave Josko, aren't you yes yes i am thank you <laughs> and Beth always gets mad at that. Why do they remember you? Well, they'd remember you if you were hilarious like me, even on a bad day. <laughs> yeah. What's up, everyone? Just out in the city. How are you? Anyway, we went to this place called the Stagecoach, right? It's okay. They didn't they used to have a buffalo chicken pizza, which I really wanted to get, but they didn't have it anymore. It doesn't matter. So they have beer. I said, well, what can I so look at the beer? I'm like, well, do you have like a Sam Adams? She's like, yeah, we got a Sam Adams. And not seasonal, right? And she's like, no, no, Sam Adams. I'm like, all right. So then she comes back. And stuff. I'm like, you sure this is Sam Adams? And she's like, uh, yeah. And I'm like, are you sure? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, all right. And then she comes back later. And she and I, I, mean, I was nice to her. I wasn't mean to her or anything. And I was like, because Billy later, like, how do you always get the waitresses to like you? And I'm like, 
it's a gift, Billy. It's uh, you know, it's a you, you work on it. Uh, you need to pick it up too. It's it's fun to do. It's fun to you know. Because but, but believe me, Billy, you just haven't seen the opposite side of when they they don't like they're angry. Anyway, she comes back and she goes, "Oh, you're right. It was uh, something called cold snap." And I'm like, "Yeah, well." She's like, "Do you want me to get you another one?" I'm like, "Nah, this is fine. I just wanted to make sure I was." Correct, because I knew I wasn't crazy. I know what Sam Adams looks like or tastes like, and this ain't it. So again, it was another stupid seasonal shit that, you know, they just, why can't they always have on tap regular, old school, old fashioned, original Sam Adams, and then whatever the fucking seasonal shit is? Um, You know, I know I like Oktoberfest. I like the winter brew, but I don't like any of the spring stuff. Just don't like any of that stuff. I had ravioli, they had a special meatball ravioli sounded delicious but they're like do you want the spicy sauce on i'm like that sounds good well that was a huge mistake it was a huge mistake i believe i got photos of everything it was it wasn't that it was too spicy it was just too much ravioli is not supposed to be spicy it was a huge mistake it wasn't that it wasn't good it's bothering me talking about it now it's like not you know how sometimes i talk about food and i get excited um no this i would never want again and i'm telling you guys so you never get it again too and it was funny because then Billy said, oh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go see my friends. They're at uh, something called Yestercade, I think, in Westfield. And apparently it's an old school pinball place. It's open till like two, you know, with Space Invaders and, or, you know, all the, the, the games like I have in my apartment here. I'm like, what? And if Beth wanted to go, I definitely would have gone. But I think I hadn't slept at all because I was over there since Thursday night and I hadn't slept and I hadn't slept in day. I'm pretty sure this is how the eye thing happened. I hadn't slept in like three days, and then I think I finally slept like Sunday night. I think I went to bed at like 8.30 or something. So that that probably has something to do with it. And I just, I think I've been a little sleep deprived, which is going to happen this week too. So I'm glad I'm getting it out of the way. It was a fun day. And then I think I slept two hours when I got to bed, and I just sleep on the couch. I could sleep in one of the kids' rooms that aren't there, but Billy and Dory were home and the only room is Liza's and that one creeps me out for some reason. I don't know why. So I just slept in the living room, which is usually pretty comfortable. And I was upset that the cat didn't come down and sleep with me at all. Apparently it just slept with Beth the whole time. Like she's so great. But I only slept for two hours and then I was up and I knew I had to work at like eight in the morning. So I went, you know, my favorite thing to do, go to Dunkin' Donuts, like in the car, you know, drive to Dunkin' Donuts, get donuts early before work starts. And I couldn't figure out how to work Beth's car, but then it turned out I had the wrong set of keys, as it turned out. So anyway, I found one of the cars, and they worked, and I went to Dunkin' Donuts, and it was so uh, fun to just kind of drive down there, and there was nobody in the parking lot, and there was one guy behind me, and he was stressing me out, and I got confused on what I wanted to order, and I had to leave. You know how that is. I was like, wanted to take my time, but there was some guy that showed up behind me like really quick, and it, it bothered my whole order. I was trying to get stuff for everybody, even though they didn't know I was going. I was trying to remember, remember what they would like to be polite. And I don't know. So it wasn't as fun of an experience as it usually is. But then when I finished work, I was planning to go home. And it was a really nice day. And I said, I'm so relaxed. I think I'm going to go. I'm not ready to go back to the city. I think I'm going to go to the mall and get some soap. Because I think I told you at work. They had gotten me some soap that's for men, and you never want men products because they stink. I think I talked about this on the Tuesday show. That's what it was. 
men product, men cologne is so gross. I'd rather have women's products. They, they just smell so much nicer or an in-between. So I wanted to go to Bath and Body Works and get some soap. And I just felt like going to the mall, taking my time. I, I, I felt good. My stomach was feeling good. I'm like, I'm just going to relax. And I was just driving around and, you know, I went into the mall and I took my time. And I like going to that store because it smells good. I'm like, you know, I'd like to work in this store. And then I was thinking, if you work at a Bath and Body Works, by the second day, you'll probably get a headache from all those smells. But it certainly seems like a pleasant place to work for the first day. Oh, my God, it smells so nice in here. And then you know by day two, you're like, is there a way to turn off the scent? You fucking jerk. <laughs> you start getting angry. So then I'm like, well, I'll take a nice leisurely drive home, not in any rush. And I go down and I'm following the ways. And when I get to the Lincoln Tunnel, the ways sometimes says go towards the i take the lincoln tunnel but go towards the george washington bridge and you you kind of take this it, it, it saves uh, 30 seconds to a minute more of traffic and i usually say fuck that i'm sticking with this i don't like what you're saying but i'm like today i'll i'll do what they say i know how to do it but i guess i don't know how to do it because waves got it mixed up and i missed the one exit and then i got fucked Holy shit, I missed one exit and there was no escape from what was coming next. I had, I added an extra hour, maybe more onto my trip that was supposed to be over in about 25 minutes. Oh man, by missing this stop, the next stop was the George Washington Bridge and apparently there was a crash on the George Washington Bridge so then I just sat in traffic and I started playing the casino games because I was in New Jersey. I'm like, well, I guess I'll just play some three-card poker while I'm driving because I'm so fucking bored and this wasn't supposed to happen and I need something to calm me down. Because there's nothing. I When we know we're sitting in traffic, we know eh, it's going to be a lot of traffic, we can deal with that, especially with ways telling us here's how long it's going to be. But when it's unexpected and you took a wrong exit, you're just so angry this wasn't supposed to happen. It wasn't supposed to be like this. This sucks. So then I'm waiting and it, it really just sucks. And I don't know what to do. I, I don't have any podcasts to listen to. I was done with everything. I was falling asleep. You know, I hadn't slept at all. It was really bad. And I'm like, this really, really blows. And then I'm like, well, you know what? You know what? Instead of going to my parking garage and then having to walk home, I'll just park by my house. And since I have to go to the actual office on Sunday, I'll drive down there. Because, you know, there's free parking on Sunday. I, I guess there is. I'm just assuming. I've never driven down there before, but, you know, by the ferry or whatever. So I'm like, I'll just take the chance. So then I decide, all right, that's what I'll do. I'll go to the FDR drive instead of the Henry Hudson drive, and I'll go to my house, and I'll try and find parking there. Even though it might be difficult, because uh, on Saturday afternoons, it's, it's difficult to find parking. That's why I parked the car on Friday night. You know, it's just this is a very strange neighborhood. Sometimes it has parking, sometimes it doesn't. And I definitely don't want to pay for parking when you already have a parking garage. So I went down, and of course, there was another accident on the FDR. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I am having the worst luck today. This sucks. I'm just getting madder and madder. And then I finally get out, and I finally, you know, after going around, I finally park. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, this sucks. I'm so angry and I'm so through with this city again. And I wake up on Sunday 
And I, I think I finished the podcast before I went to work. I think I woke up at like five in the morning because I hadn't finished. I just hadn't finished putting it together. I wanted to make sure you guys got it. And the Patreon people got it, you know, on time. And I was just like, I just was not finished. So I, I think I put it up there at like five in the morning or six in the morning or something because I was really upset that I didn't have it ready. And I, I don't I don't know what I was thinking. And that's why I haven't had the the previously on Just Got in the City. I just... It takes. I, I need. To, I usually do it after I finish the first one, so I know what. So I remember it. So I just haven't been able to do it the past couple of weeks because you know I've been on the, the fly. You know things have been. I guess I've been busy. I, I don't know. So I'll, I'll get back to that eventually, and I apologize for that, of course, uh, as I know some people like it. I know Dave Elliott likes it, and that's enough. You know, if one person on Patreon likes it, then so be it. So, so so I say to my uh, coworker that is there on Sundays, I say, hey, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll pick you up. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah, why not? Hey, I'm going to drive down there. I'll pick you up. I thought she lived above me, but she lived, she lived on the way. So I get, and then, so then <laughs> I'm telling you, I got to move out of the city. They got a fucking half marathon, not the New York marathon, a half marathon. That only goes for between Brooklyn and Manhattan. Well, lucky fucking me again. Oh, Sunday morning. How could there be traffic? So they closed the FDR drive, but on the north side, so I can make it down the south. I make it to my uh, co-worker's house. I pick her up. Everything's fine. Everything worked flawlessly, not because of the thing, because I was on the other side. But I'm like thinking about this when I'm going home. Don't take the FDR drive north. That's where there's problems. So we go, and I park right in front of the building. I mean, it was right out of the movies where the, all those people always park on Park Avenue right before the, the right in front of the building. It, it was really funny, and we just got out. And then I went to the Staten Island Ferry to get breakfast because I didn't want to go to that Starbucks again, and there's nothing else around. I'm like, let's see what's in here. And those people couldn't have been any nicer. They're like, what do you want? I'm like, I don't know, maybe an egg and cheese on a roll? I'm like, what kind of cheese? You, you want to scramble? I'm like, no. They were asking me all these nice questions, but I think the lady had Down syndrome, but she was like really nice. And, uh, but she was, you know what I mean? I was just like, I don't know. She was extra nice. And she was, you know, I guess had, uh, what do you call it? The, a d- disability too. So it was really impressive. And they make specialty coffees there. I mean, and this, the Fer- Staten Island Ferry's a shithole. And it's just basically a lotto and food place that you just go and you get something quick. But I don't know. It was easy. There was nobody there. And I think they were excited to make like, oh, we haven't we only had two customers today. So it was actually one of the best sandwiches they ever had. It was delicious. They took their pride and time and made it was better than I have in the, the free breakfast upstairs. But it was funny too, just, you know, going to the ferry to get some breakfast because nothing else is open down there on Sunday mornings. Why would it be? It's you know, it's a business area, and most normal people work Monday through Friday. So then I leave at lunch to bring my car back to the garage, and I figure I'll work the rest of the time from home. And wouldn't you know it, I mean, they're telling me it's going to take 45 minutes from where I am up to my parking garage at 56, and you know what it is. It's that fucking half marathon. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, nah, that's got to be wrong. That's got to be wrong. How can this be right? I'm just going to go up the, F- the West Side Highway, and I'll make a right. And that stupid half marathon was ruining everything. And it doesn't even touch any of the places I am. It just, anytime there's something like that, it just messes up the entire city for the residents that live here that just want to get from point A to point B on a goddamn Sunday afternoon. Christ. 
I'm telling you, these parades, these marathons, all this shit has got to stop. It's not fair. All those people that run in that marathon, they don't live here. And they got pictures. I got pictures of the magazine of those stupid, uh, those anchors from uh, Good Morning America that are in love and they got fired and they're running. I'm like, oh, good for you. You're ruining my day. Enjoy your TV money and your love life. I hate you all. I wish I could hit you with my car. That would teach him. But I want to hit both of them, not just one. I don't want them to die either. I just want to hit them with the car and teach them a lesson. Well, that's what you get for running in the streets of Manhattan, you dope. Every time these marathons, these parades, it's such a nightmare. That's why I, I don't think I could ever drive down there again on a Sunday, which it seems like it's the perfect thing because now it's, it's parade season again. That stupid St. Patrick's Day. Thank God I left town that day. Oh, my God. Ugh. I can't take it. I tell you, I can't take it. I, the proposed accused, think that, well, I mean, you know, the day in question was not a good day for me, all right? But I, I put it to you that I don't see how any day could have been the way this bloody country's run. I mean, you know, I was just trying to do my best, trying to get from A to B, do a little shopping. I was trying to take control of my life, you know? Only to find that actually it is controlled for me by petty bureaucracy and bits of bloody paper and ignorant bloody petty rules and laws that just obstruct every tiny little action until you find you've committed a crime without even knowing. I mean, you know, why can't life just be made a little easier for everybody, huh? Why can't it be more like the continent, hmm? You know, where a man can just park his car on the pavement and then run down the street in front of charging bulls whilst letting fireworks off out of his bloody nostrils without anyone thinking of an eye. Huh? Because it's probably a local holiday and nobody's at work because they all want to have just a little bit of fun and they're not intimidated by some outdated work ethic. I mean, there has to be more to life than just being safe. Is there a point to all this? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Why, oh, why do we pay taxes, hmm? I mean, just to have bloody parking restrictions and buggery, ugly traffic wardens and bollocky pedestrian bloody crossings, you know? And those bastard railings outside shops so you can't even get in them! I mean, I know they're there to stop stupid people running into the street and killing themselves, but we're not all stupid! We don't all need nursemaiding! I mean, why not just have a stupidity tax? Just tax the stupid people. <laughs> Die! Yes! Any more of this ridiculous rant and I'll put you both away. Here, here. So anyway, I get a nasty email from uh, one of the people at Montclair State, and they're like, hey, Juskow, Professor Juskow, <laughs> for real. <laughs> Your grades were supposed to be in two days ago, jerk off. And I'm like, well, I didn't know. Because I talked to the guy, I talked to him, he goes, eh, don't worry about it, I'll teach you how to do it. Because I'm like, I don't know where to put him. Uh, yeah, it's a whole thing, I'll walk you through it. And I'm like, all right. So, But then they sent an email, I guess he didn't, I guess because my class ends earlier than the rest, it's supposed to be in. And and, and I came home Tuesday or, or Monday, either Monday or Wednesday. Wednesday I came home, I walked. Oh my God, I walked Monday and Wednesday, the five miles, because I had to. 
I've been gaining so much weight. I'm like, I got to walk. I got to walk the full five. I tried to look for a bike uh, halfway again, and I'm like, no, let's just keep walking because I need to walk. I got to walk, and I walked fast too until I got to a certain point where I just couldn't walk fast anymore. One day without the computer, one day with the computer on my back. So, I mean, I had to. I was not walking. That's why I was gaining even more weight than normal. So on Wednesday, when I walked back, this is so weird, right? So my friend Vincent, you know, my boy Vincent, big pal of uh, Charles Manson and Yul Brenner, <laughs> He said, Dave, I, I was at the, the Bowery and because um, he used to work there. And I was talking because they want him to come back to work there again. And I met this girl and she's young and she's cute and she wants to be a comic. And uh, I told her about you and, you know, I think I think she'd be perfect for you. You know, <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, no, I think you should meet her. She's nice. She's she's quirky. She's funny. I said, uh, well, if you think she's great, then wanted to tell her to do my Tuesday show. I mean, that'll be remember I was talking about it, having just hot girl night on the Tuesday show from now on when we're live. Uh, but whatever, I'm making fun of the hacker, but just somebody to talk to and, and pretty girls are a good plan. But really, anybody is good. Even when Danny came on, you know, it's I want to have a guest. And I didn't have a guest scheduled. I, I was thinking about calling somebody. I'm like, well, tell her to come on the show. It'll be fun to see somebody I never met that you say is pretty cool. So I'm walking on uh, when she goes, she's going to call you after work. But I'm walking home on Wednesday and she calls me and I go, well, where are you now? I'm here in the same ambulance. And she's like, oh, I'm on uh, 3rd Avenue and 4th. Uh, or So I'm like, I'm here too. So we met. And she was hilarious, hilariously delightful and quirky, just as Vincent described her. He was completely right on this. And I said, yeah, why don't you do this? And then, and then I met her. I was, I was like, I wasn't going to say it until I kind of talked to her a little bit. And I'm like, you know what? You got to come on the show Tuesday. Are you free Tuesday? Come on the show Tuesday. She's coming on the show tonight. Her name's Lucy. And she's going to come on the show tonight. She's th- why wouldn't she be thrilled at the comedy cellar, you know? And then we'll all meet her together. And you tell me what you think. I think she's funny in a quirky kind of way. Her, I'll, I'll, I'll leave you with this um, in the sense of, uh, you know, before we see each other on Tuesday night or in a later. Uh, her favorite character on Friends is Phoebe. <laughs> so, or that's who she thinks she's most like. So that uh, gives you an indication of what you're in for, but still a guess that none of us know could be entertaining. And then next week we'll get somebody we all know. How about that? That seemed like a good plan. Anyway, when I got home, you know, I started grading the papers, the, the final exams. I, was, I didn't think I had any rush because I know the semester technically didn't end until May, but apparently there was a rush. So it's a good thing I did that because then I got the email on Wednesday morning, or maybe I did a Tuesday night, I, whatever the case may be. I gave, and I'm like, is it bad if I give everybody all A's? Uh, like, uh, well, and I'm like, uh, well, uh. because I'm, again, I'm thinking it's an elective. Like, I'm not going to give everybody even a C in an elective. When it's three credits, things will be way different. And I will take into consideration uh, all the stuff that I kind of like, well, it's an elective, you know, in my head where I'm like, you didn't really touch on this where I wanted you to. Three credits, like a real class, that then I would take off points for that. But for this, the effort makes a lot of sense. And again, it's one credit. So I'm absolutely taking that into consideration. And like I said, I think I'm doing a pretty good job in that and being fair, but you have to take into consideration as one credit. It would be ridiculous. I'm thinking because, and again, this is the reason why you go to college and, 
And then teachers, because you want to be a college student, this is what a lot of teachers or parents forget, is they forget being a kid, and they forget being a student. And I remember, because maybe because they made me get my transcript, that when I took bowling, I got an A, and it would be really fucked up to even get a B. It's a, it's a half a credit. <laughs> so I think of it like that. I keep telling you. I keep thinking about it like that. It would be like taking bowling. A B is okay, but I couldn't even possibly give out a C, you know, again, unless you don't show up for an elective. Next semester, same thing. So anyway, that guy called me up, and he's like, well, and then I'm like, I'm positive I'm doing it the right way, but they closed it down already, so I just had to email. I just like to mail the grades in, and I'm like, I hope this is okay. I didn't want them to, I don't know. I wanted to do it on my own and leave messages for the kids. You're wonderful. You want to look at you, you wonderful. You're rotten kid. But that's over till next season. And I'm bummed about it. But this Thursday, having no class. Oh, this Thursday was such a pain in the ass. I, my car kept saying that I needed an oil change. You know, like, you know, I've been putting power steering fluid. I'm like, oh, wait, there's something else wrong. So I went to the Jiffy Lube and I saw the guys. And they just gave me the oil change, and they, uh, you want me to top off your coolant? And I'm like, yeah, sure, yeah, top it off. Top off the coolant, will you? And I said, I'm bringing the car in soon to get the power steering fixed, but I can't do it today because i got to go to Staten Island. i got to do all this stuff. So then we go to Rhoda's, and we had to have a big meal down in the, in the cafeteria now that it's open. I had the signature burger. I really didn't want to eat that heavy, but that's all they had. I didn't see they had salads. I definitely would have had that instead. So I had the signature burger with sautéed onions and blue cheese. Oh, that's just a, you're just asking for diarrhea with the blue cheese, I think, on a burger. I don't know why. It was pretty good. I ate most of it. I wasn't hungry. I just had some coffee. I don't know. And we hung out there for a while. And the problem is that I had to go with Beth to Jackson, New Jersey, which is where Great Adventure is, because she was picking up hairdress old-fashioned hairdressers from salons you know where you sit in the chair and the thing goes over your head and it dries your hair she was picking up four of those from another high school that just did a production of legally blonde and she goes let me get them now in case i ever do legally blonde junior so she said there were 120 bucks for four of them but you got to come get them so I said, I'll, I'll help you get them. It's a pain in the ass this particular day when normally I couldn't care less not going anywhere late, but I knew I had to go to Staten Island and that was way out of the way. But Beth's been very helpful for me lately. I'm like, let me do this. Just like the reason I went to Staten Island and my friend Steve had helped me. So I want to give back. So I went down with her and we went to this school and the school was in the middle of a production of Newsies. So all the kids were dressed up in uh, old fashioned uh, 1800s newspaper or 1920s newspaper, you know, things. And it was it was hilarious that they're getting ready for the production. Like, and Beth and I are just rolling out salon chair. I didn't take any pictures. I am so bummed because I felt, I don't know, if I was on a time constraint. And obviously I wanted to take a picture of the stupid thing. They were so heavy. I didn't think they'd be that heavy in the parking lot getting my hair done, but it just, it wasn't working. I'll get it done. She still has them. I'm getting that picture, trust me. But they were much heavier than we thought. We were trying to fix it in a car. We were also trying to get out of the kid's way while they're doing their 
tech rehearsal for Newsies. You know that play that I fucking hate? What's it gonna take to stop the scabbers? Can we do it? Yeah! We'll do what we gotta do until we break the will of mighty Bill and Joe. And the world will know. And the journal too. Mr. Hurst and Pulitzer, have we got news for you. See the world don't my god so i'm lifting and sliding and trying to fit in the car and her car and like but thank god we fit all four in her car because then we bought my car just in case and she definitely needed my help i don't think she could have done it without me i we she thought maybe there'd be somebody there to help but no it's a good thing i was there anyway so we finally got it in all her car and then she leaves and i'm like all right i guess i'll go too and then i head to stat i'm like there's a waste of time <laughs> never get back and then I go to Staten Island. I'm like, oh, this is going to be forever. And meanwhile, that trip took no time at all. I mean, go figure. That's the trip I thought I would be stuck in traffic for hours. It's impossible to maneuver around Staten Island. But for whatever reason, wherever I was going, it was really easy to get to. And this, this place, what a dump. I thought the place where we do the Monday Night Football and the Super Bowl pool is a dump. This is even worse. The guy that owns it was a great guy. This guy, Mike. So I get there and I just get to work and I got pictures of this and I'm working at this place. Everybody's screaming and yelling and I'm doing my bookie like stuff. I told you, I got to get that visor with the green cellophane while I'm doing this and I'm entering all these numbers and I just, it's really funny. I absolutely look like an accountant for a bookmaker or like the accountant in the untouchables, you know, or something that, uh, uh, what's what's his name? Uh, the, the the guy that's uh, Jimmy Hoffa's. Uh, isn't that who it is? No, no, Al Capone. I look like Al Capone's accountant. You know, it just it looks so shady and freaky, and everybody's filling out the stuff, and they're handing me money. You know, once a year, this is what I got to do in Staten Island, right? This is the life I lead. Tonight, I'm having dinner with Sarah Silverman, <laughs> and uh, who knows who else? Last night, I had to work for the bookie out in Staten Island. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. So I'm 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 there and I'm I'm taking the money I'm do, doing the sheets I'm entering it into the computer, and and then I'm like oh I'm I'm worn and I tried to take videos and pictures because everybody's screaming yeah hey hey how you doing you doing all right yeah you know you talk to that guy yeah I mean it's, it's, it's right out of a movie, but here's the best part here's the best part I went back and I told Steve you're not gonna believe this. Last night, and wait till you see the picture. Folks, pay the money on Patreon. I'm telling you, at least for one month to see the photo that I'm going to show you when I tell you this. The photo. I took a photo of the bar. And at the time I took the photo, (laughs) in in only five minutes later, it was going to be ladies' night (laughs) at that bar. From 8 to 11 on Thursday, there wasn't a lady in sight. (laughs) Ladies' night. That's where you were. Hey, let's go over there. Hey, ladies' night. Hey, all right. <laughs> oh, my God. It was, and you know how I found out about it? It was in the men's bathroom. Oh, ladies' night is tonight. Oh. It was right over the urinal. So I was like, wait, tonight? Wait, tonight's Thursday. 
It's ladies' night tonight. It's open mic comedy night on Monday. I'm thinking about it. I don't know. That's where my life has led. It makes sense. Anyway, my eye was killing me at that point, just killing me, but I was pretending it wasn't. And so I meet this other guy, and this guy goes, hey, Steve, you got to let me this guy. I need this guy. This guy looks like he's the smartest person. You got to let me this guy. I need this guy. He's talking about me. And this guy just wouldn't shut up. And he's just like, no, you want, I want you to work for me. Well, what is that? Right out of cocktail. I want you, you guys are too hot to be working out. I, want, I own the hottest club in New York City. I want you working for me. in a hole like this. Secret admirer. No, I'm serious. I'm serious. I got the hottest saloon in town. I want you guys working for me. In two weeks, you'll be famous. I've been famous for 10 years. Just give me the money. I got the hippie, hippie shade. So then I ask him what he does, and he says he sells sports memorabilia, and he needs me to do inventory. And I'm like, well, because I said, well, I'm not as smart as I look when I'm doing this, but for something like that, I kind of probably could make a spreadsheet for him and put it together. But... It's just like I was like, where would I have to do this? In my house. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. I tell you, if he had saw me last year before I had my job, I probably would have done it. So I could pay for your Uber from Manhattan and into the, the Staten Island. I, I mean, I guess he had a good deal that it could make my money. Hey, I'm going to keep him, Steve. I'm going to keep him. He ain't going to work for you. No, I was like, geez, what is happening here? I might have taken the deal, but the guy was kind of gross, and he was like, but he apparently also has a club, and he gave you a chip to get, hey, come to my club tonight, hey, hey, here's a chip, get the chip, you're going to the club, and Steve and these other guys were going to go there, and I'm like, I'm not going to that club, I'm not going to that club, maybe I would, this is the problem with the podcast, I should have gone to the club for the podcast, if I didn't have the podcast, I'll tell you something, if I, if I stop this podcast, I'm never leaving the house again, there'd be no reason to ever leave the house. The only reason I was going to go to that club, I tell you, if my eye was working properly, I might have gone to the club, except that I have to take all these sheets and go home and get them done by one in the morning. So I'm like, eh, I got work to do when I go home. Work I don't get paid for. I got to work to do when I get home. Plus, you know, I live in Manhattan. I got to park the car in the garage. I'm like, I'm exhausted. Although that club would be funny, and it's right on the way home. It's right by the Verrazano Bridge, whatever that club. Oh, girls aren't allowed. It's not ladies' night there. It's a men's only club. Well, that's where you want to be. And yet, come on, I should have gone, right? I totally should have gone just to see what the hell goes on there. But that guy was so getting on my nerves. He said he was leaving, and he was never leaving. And I was just like, I I can't take it anymore. I got to leave just because this guy's annoying the hell out of me. Uh, I mean, he's probably a nice guy when he's not been drinking, but I just couldn't take it anymore. So, but I, uh, I sh- when I was walking home from the parking garage, I'm like, I should have gone to the club. I should have gone to the club. My audience is going to be disappointed because I didn't go to the club. Should have gone to the goddamn club. So anyway, we're sitting there, and we order. I order beer. Like I didn't want to, when I first got, and he goes, "Hey, let me get you something." And I go, "Yeah, what kind of beer do you have?" And all the taps were had a cup over it, so they were he's like, "Well, we don't have any today." And I'm like, yeah, "This place just keeps bigger and better and better." So they had a couple of specialty beers. I look up, I, I couldn't recognize anything I liked. They gave me one wheat one. I'm like, "I don't want that." And then the guy just gave up on me, and I can, can't blame him. Everybody else is drinking Coors Light. 
which they don't usually allow on this side of the Mississippi. If you've seen um, Smokey the Panda. <laughs> so I got this thing called Irish Stout Cream, I think it's called. And it was pretty good. It's like it's beer, but it also tastes like a coffee with Baileys. Or, or like a, yeah, coffee with Baileys, right? Because it's got like a kind of minty flavor to it. And it wasn't bad. You know, one is good. And it, it went down pretty good. And then after that, I just switched to Budweiser bottles. Thank God they had regular Budweiser bottles. And then, uh, you know, I said, well, let's order some food. And he's like, you want to go somewhere else? I'm like, I don't mind eating here, but I'll do whatever you say. Because last year, remember, we went to that place and the menu was amazing. And I don't know why he didn't want to go there. He's like, no, I want to hang out with my buddies. But then but then later, he's like, I don't want to hang out here. And I'm like, well, I don't know what you want. I'm just doing whatever you tell me to do. This is the one day I do whatever you tell me to do. So we ordered there. And apparently they have like a Max Philly cheesesteak, not a mac and cheese. That's what I thought it was. Max Philly cheesesteak. I'm like, well, if they make it special, it's the house thing. I'll get that. And then I go to the waitress, who's an idiot. I say, uh, but she was cute. I said, we're, we're, what are the toppings? And she goes, oh, you know, lettuce and tomato. And I'm like, all right, I'll have that too. She's like, okay. So she brings me a thing. I'm like, you sure there's cheese on this? Because I guess the cheese is put into the pizza. You wouldn't see any cheese on it, but I think there was cheese. I'm like, where are the toppings? She's like, right there, there's the lettuce and tomato. I'm like, I was like, oh, I thought you ordered a cheeseburger, and that's why I thought lettuce and tomato. I'm like, yeah, it should have come with like peppers and onion. I'm like, well, yeah, what? Do you want me to get pepper? I'm like, nah, I'll just eat now. Forget it. This is a waste of time. And I got onion. The onion rings were pretty good. I mean, it was a shitty place, and I don't know what I was thinking. Steve just wants fish and chips, really good. So he asked the guys, how are the fish and chips? They go, great. Well, somebody's just taking them in because it's not great. It was just a piece of fish in a bun. It was awful. He was pissed. He loves good fish and chips. I don't know where you find good fish and chips in Staten Island, but whatever. So the food sucked. Not like we were expecting anything. Then he goes, do you have any desserts? And they go, no. So he wanted to go to Goodfellas Pizza and get dessert. I'm like, I, I'm done. Now I've eaten. I'm you know, tired, and I think it's over for me. And I, you know, Listen, i got to put power steering fluid in my car and then get out of here. When I sit in traffic, I get nervous that the power steering fluid's going to go. You know, so that, that's the other thing about sitting in traffic. I don't know what, if it's going to hold. I'm going to have to stop and put the steering fluid in in the middle. But it seems to hold for one trip. Uh, but anyway, yeah, then I just went over the Farazana, which was very pleasant. And, of course, there was some sort of accident again on the BQE. And then, uh, uh, whatever. It's just, it's just been sitting in the car in a bunch of traffic lately, and I'm getting fed up. I just want to go and that's why i come home late from the city all the time so i don't have to do that i do not like it i don't want to sit in the car when i'm in the car i want to be moving i want to be going down the turnpike with no problems that's why on thursday mornings it's usually good you know when i go to the school i sit in traffic for a long time on route three or whatever there's always traffic there but when i come home because we go out it's a breeze I don't know anybody that likes to sit in traffic, but anytime I can avoid it, including L.A., I do. That's the key to life, I think. Sitting in traffic sucks. We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound just bandit So that's why I'm going to get my own helicopter. And then things, and then things are going to be different. And they'll be like, Beth, I cannot go to your party tomorrow because... You have nowhere for me to land my copter. So what do you want me to do? Whose fault is that? Either you move to a place where 
I can land my helicopter safely, or I can't go to these things. I think that's a pretty good way of looking at things. I mean, and a really good way to, you know, maintain a balance of uh, where you want to go. And then, because then people will be like, I understand. I'm, I'm sorry. I should have gotten a bigger house with a bigger backyard. Yeah, well, you should have thought of that, you know, 30 years ago when I told you I was thinking about getting a helicopter. Oh, wow. Wowee. Well, Jesus. Now, you know, this podcast made me feel better already, but I tell you, I don't know if I feel after all that. I don't want to see anybody in the city. I don't want to be just guy in the city today. I want to be, I told you, just guy in the country. Just for one more week. Next week, we'll figure it all out. I'm going to see Billy Joel on Sunday. I'm working overtime. I'm working double two shifts on Monday right after Billy Joel. I'm going to be exhausted. Tuesday's the Tuesday show. Wednesday, got nothing. And then, I don't know, and then Beth's got another party on Friday. I got to go back out to Jersey. Then I got to work over on Saturday. I mean, this stinks. I don't have anything entertainment-wise going on except the Tuesday show. I got to fix that. I got to fix that. But I will, and I'll get to it, and you'll see, and everything's going to be great, and it's going to be awesome, and Judge Count the City's going to live forever! Woohoo! And on that note, I'll see you all next week in the month of April. The weather gets starting to get nicer and everybody feels better, even though it just rains and it's disgusting and it's gross. But May is going to be awesome. It's going to be terrific, I tell you. So, yes, watch tonight's show with our friend, our new friend Lucy, an uptown girl, finally, on Billy Joel A to Z. Hear how I used to get naked as soon as I heard this. What? Stay tuned. <laughs> anyway, this is Jessica on the City, and I'll see you next week. Good night, everybody. Doctor, my eyes I cannot see the sky Is this the prize For having learned how not to cry